Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. 1 John chapter 3 See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world doesn't know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are the children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. All who have this hope in Him purify themselves, just as He is pure. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that He appeared so that He might take away our sins, and in Him there is no sin. No one who lives in Him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen Him or known Him. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. For this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in His presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and He knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from Him anything we ask, because we keep His commands and we do what pleases Him. And this is His command, to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He commanded us. The one who keeps God's commands lives in Him, and He in them. And this is how we know that He lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gave us. So John, the great apostle, the beloved friend of Jesus Christ, 
one of the original twelve, one of the foremost writers of the New Testament, has some very, very profound things to say to us. First, he says that the Father in heaven, our Father, has lavished great love on us, and the expression of this love is that we should be called the children of God. John says we're children of God. That's indeed what we are. And so think of that, friends. You who are living in Christ, who have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is not something we will be. It's something that John says we now are. I want you to just experiment on something with me, because it's a little bit alien to me, and perhaps it's a little bit alien to you. I want you to just say, I am the son or daughter of God. I am the son of God. I am the daughter of God. That's who we are. Not in place of Jesus, but because of what Jesus has done. We are now the children of the living God. The Gospels teach this. The writings of Paul teach this. And here, this letter in 1 John teaches us that we are now children of God. John goes on to say, the reason the world doesn't know us is that it did not know Jesus. So the world doesn't recognize us just as it did not recognize Jesus, who was the firstborn of our Heavenly Father. John goes on to say that when Jesus returns, or when we go to be with Jesus, we're going to be like him. He writes, Dear friends, now we are the children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. You see, friends, the plan of heaven was always that we would be adopted into the family of God. God is not looking for a bunch of eternal slaves and servants and sycophants. He's looking for people that choose to be adopted by Him as their heavenly Father. He's looking for loving children who will be in a family-type relationship with Him and His firstborn Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit of God forever. We'll be in this collective existence known as the city of New Jerusalem in the book of Revelation, where we will all live together with the living God. From all the saints from all the ages will be there, both old and new covenant saints, and the Lord himself will be there. We're the children of God, and that's our destiny for us in Christ. John goes on to say many things, including the following. Speaking of those who are still lost, he says, The one who does what is sinful is of the devil. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. And so John is saying the evidence of someone who does not know the Lord is that they continue in a pattern of sinful, willful disobedience. He's not saying someone who transgresses and then repents and turns to the Lord after they've sinned is of the devil. He's saying that someone who is in a continual pattern of willful disobedience and sinful behavior is of the devil. And he goes on to say, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Now, that's an interesting statement. In saying that the reason Jesus appeared was to destroy the devil's work, it says much about the things that Jesus did. So every miracle that Jesus did was, in effect, destroying the devil's work. Every demon Jesus cast out was destroying the devil's work. When Jesus stilled the storms and the the laws of nature that were in operation contrary to the will of God, Jesus was destroying the devil's work. And Jesus has commissioned us, friends, to destroy the devil's work as well. How do we do that? Every time we share our faith 
in the Son of God, the kingdom of God comes, and the devil's work is destroyed. We need to continually proclaim our our faith and our love and our trust in Jesus, and we must demonstrate that we're followers of the Son of God by our behavior that's in agreement with His Word. This is how the devil is defeated, first through the Son of God, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, then by you and me and our behavior. The Bible says that we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. You must have a testimony of what Jesus means to you, and you must demonstrate that with your life. Others must be able to see that we belong to the Lord and we're different. John writes, this is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. For this is the message you've heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. So this test of doing what is right and loving our brothers and sisters in Christ, this is the demonstration of who belongs to God and who belongs to the devil. It's a pretty simple standard, but this test of love is one that we can all evaluate, and we will all be evaluated by this test. So make every endeavor to be at peace with all of their Christian brothers and sisters. The Bible says, inasmuch as it's up to you, you should be at peace with everyone. We know sometimes others are not willing to be at peace with us. We're not responsible for that. But inasmuch as it's up to us, we should be at peace with other people. Verse 14, we read, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. So once again, John, the great beloved apostle of Jesus Christ, speaks of love as being a hallmark of our life in Christ. And anyone who does not demonstrate love remains in death. There was many years ago a man named Bob Jones, a Christian man. There have been a number of famous Bob Joneses, and uh, this was one I had the privilege to interact with briefly before his death. But one day he saw a vision of those who immediately appeared before the throne of God after their death. And the Lord was asking each person a question. They were lined up before his throne. To each person he said, did you learn to love? Now that's a very interesting question posed from the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that test of love is proclaimed all through the New Testament. Remember when asked Jesus I said that the most important thing in the Bible was to love the Lord our God and to love our neighbors as ourselves. This test of love never goes away. And in fact, we may face it in eternity when we stand before God. We're to put our love in action and not just be loving other people with words and speech, but to be loving other people with our actions and in truth. John writes, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, How can the love of God be in that person? In other words, it's more than just saying, I love you. We should be able to help those that we're able to share with. So we're to believe in Jesus and love one another. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and love one another as he commanded us. This is the mandate of Scripture. It's the teaching of John, the teaching of all of the New Testament. Lord, we pray that we would live by the commands of Jesus and we would live in the love of Jesus. Lord, we appreciate the instructions that John has passed down to us. We're thankful now that we are already your children because of our faith in Jesus Christ. May we live like the sons and daughters of the living God. Teach us our own identity. May we proclaim it internally in our hearts and live like children of God. Lord, when Jesus appears, may we indeed be like him. 
May we cooperate in his work of destroying the works of the devil as long as we live. Lord, we ask that we would be those who love. We would demonstrate our love towards our brothers and sisters. And Lord, we would demonstrate our love to you all the days of this life and all the days of eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.